Welcome to the Isekai Pod. My name is Matt, and I am Isekai Trash. I love it so much, I watch everyone I can, and very, very rarely do I not completely love them. So come along, let me share my overflowing love for the fantastic, the wonderful, the truly impossible Isekai genre. Gate, Season 1. Gate. Jite kanochinite kaku tatekeri. Literally, Gate, thus the Japanese self-defense fought there. It's by A1 Pictures, and in the States, Crunchyroll and Sentai picked it up. 12 episodes, July 4th, 2015 through September 18th, 2015. Source material is a novel series by Takumi Yanai. And so in Tokyo, a gate opens or a portal to another world, and monsters and soldiers come out to invade. They have basically medieval weapons, uh, Roman-type, ancient Roman-type style uh, weapons. Um, so the modern Japanese self-defense force, or JSDF, is able to easily repel them. Uh, the JSDF goes through and makes a base on the other side to hopefully negotiate peace with the Empire over there. So our main characters are uh, Yoji Itami. He's a JSDF reservist who is attending a Dojin convention when the gate opens nearby. Uh, he's he's a major otaku. He loves uh, doujinshi and uh, stuff like that. Uh, and there's a convention that day. He's got the day off, and he's like, sweet, going to the convention to weeb out. Uh, but the gate opens. He stops what he's doing and helps evacuate people to safety. You know, he feels duty-bound. Uh, Rory Mercury. She is the best. Uh, she's a dem- demigoddess, an apostle of Emroy, the god of darkness, war, violence, and death. She's 961 years old. Uh, the notes say she looks 13. I don't really think she comes off as 13 at all. I mean, 15, 16, maybe a low 20s. You know, she looks young, sure, but she doesn't act young. She acts like a crazy killer demigod. You know, Rory the Reaper. She has a giant halberd. Then there's uh, Tuca Luna Marceau. Who's an elf. She's 165 years old. Her entire village was destroyed by an ancient dragon, and the JSDF finds her and takes her to the base. Uh, Lile La Lalina, a nomad human who's an archmage. She, you know, she's magic. She has a master. She's like trying to become a master. She's learning. Whole good story. So, what's the story? Itami is enjoying a day off, going to a Dojin convention, weaving out when a gate opens and monsters and basically ancient Roman soldiers come through attacking. He feels duty-bound to help evacuate people. Uh, the JSDF shows up, he's a member, and easily repels the attackers. Tommy is promoted to first lieutenant for, you know, saving people and evacuating, doing stuff. Uh, the JSDF goes into the gate and sets up a base. They refer to the world over there as the special region. So this this sort of, to me, is kind of iffy if it's an isekai. I mean, they do go to a parallel world. They're not really trapped there. So, I mean, it's not really, you know, obviously that's not a prerequisite. But for me... I generally enjoy ones where you're trapped there trying to find your way out or not trying to find your way out. It's This one, they can go back and forth as they please. It's just there is another world. Uh, but it counts, and I did like it. So anyway, uh, the only gate is in Japan. So it just happens to be in Japan, bippity-boppity. Uh, everyone else, America, Russia, China, they're all jelly, super jelly. Uh, they, went, they went in on this. There's some politics going on. So anyway, an army awaits the JSDF on the other side. Um, they obliterate the army. Really, it's 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 like ancient Rome, spears and swords, and the JSDF has tanks, guns, missiles, you know, modern weaponry, good times. 
Uh, the emperor of the other on the other side has his vassals attack. Uh, you know, he does that so that you know the the common folk, the vassals to his state, uh, don't uh, use this opportunity to wipe him out with his weakened army that just got wiped out. Uh, but the vassals get wiped out too. It's pretty funny. Uh, Tommy gets assigned to a recon unit and goes to check out nearby cities, and he comes across a village being destroyed by a fire dragon. That's where they recover uh, Tuka. She is in denial about her dad being dead, but he's dead, dead as hell. Uh, they want to evacuate, so the soldiers decide to assist. They are joined by Lele and her master. Bandits attack, and Rory shows up and kills them all. The dragon attacks, and the JSDF uses an anti-tank missile, which forces it to run away. They evacuate back to Alnus Hill, their base. Lele suggests they sell dragon scales for uh, good money. Uh, Tommy runs into Princess Pina Colada. Crazy name, but it it is what it is. She is fighting back some bandits, but not doing well. She, uh, she's fighting off some bandits and uh, not doing well. Uh, Tommy decides, you know what? I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna help. And uh, he shows off his leadership skills. He commands his team, tells them where to go, what to do. Um, and the third recon unit, they repel the bandits because the JSDF uh, sends backup in the form of a helicopter unit. So these people imagine Roman soldiers. I mean, they're not Roman soldiers, but imagine, you know, but basic armor, swords, spears, you know, bandits, you know, poorly dressed, you know, sticks, whatever, knives. And these, these giant modern helicopters show up, you know, bang, bang, bang. You know, they're shooting those giant rounds, blowing everything up. It's wild. It's wild. You know, they never stood a chance. Um... Tommy gets captured by Pina's knights, uh, who didn't know they had made peace. Uh, she's got, like, a, a knight. She was she was going to go capture some of the... You know, anyway, they're at war with the Empire, apparently. But, you know, uh, Pina's like, holy crap, these dudes are not messing around. So she's like, you know what? We can do peace. That'd be cool. Uh, but Tommy leaves, and is in, he encounters some of her knights who don't know that um, she's changed her mind. And uh, so they, they capture him. And he's like, you know, it's not worth the trouble. I'm not going to kill you idiots. So uh, just I'm captured. Cool. So anyway, she finds out. She freaks out. She's like, oh, crap. You know, we captured him. That's going to be bad for us. They're going to kill us. We're not going to have peace. It's not going to be cool. Uh, He's released. Uh, Peens ends up going back to Japan with Itami to meet the higher ups. Yeah, it's wild. They go through the gate. He takes these people from another world. This, you know, super backwards world. Um. Rory, Tuka, and uh, Lele are with him in Japan as well. This is a terrible idea, but, you know, good times. So they're being targeted because the other countries that are jealous are like, we should uh, we should get those people, and we should figure out how to get to this gate and do this thing. So anyway, Atami gets his ex-wife to help hide the girls. She's like a, a, manga, a, manga, a manga artist. Uh, she draws boy love, I think. Good times. Um, they end up at a hot springs and are attacked by three black ops groups. Um, it's not like your average uh, Hot Springs episode, but the Black Ops thing is pretty cool. Uh, some Russians and Chinese and Americans, and anyway, um, the Americans blackmail the Japanese Prime Minister to not fight back. Uh, they're like, hey buddy, uh, we know some stuff, and uh, you should do the thing, and uh, you should just uh, let this happen. Just let this happen. Uh, we're going to kill a few of your guys, no big deal. Uh, you know, you don't want the world to find out the things we know. And so the Prime Minister's like, whoop, hands are tied. But, you know, I mean, Rory's with them. The demigod serving Emroy, God of death, violence, things like that. You know, she ain't, she ain't nothing to mess with, if you know what I mean. Wu-Tang. Um, but anyway, uh, the Chinese, the Russians, the Americans, they get in a three-way firefight because they're all there at the same time, not 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 teaming up. 
Um, Rory wants in. Oh, she is super into it. She is way into this uh, battle. And so she kills everyone. Everyone in the Black Ops teams, not not her side. Um, anyway, Pina realizes that uh, Japan could wipe the Empire off the face of their world and uh, goes back to the, her capital to tell them to chill. She's like, yo, Dad, Emperor Dad, um, we should uh, we should not. There, It's not cool. So uh, later on, a dark elf shows up looking for the men in green, in quotes. It's the JSDF. She's heard about them uh, because her village is being attacked by a fire dragon and she wants help. Um, she misunderstands some things and Rory, there's a hilarious, uh, Tommy and Rory are eating and she thinks that Rory is a child and a Tommy's, I don't know, being mean to her, whatever. Anyway, so she goes to the JSDF and they're like, uh, we can't, we can't help you. We're not like a, you know, a vigilante force. We have rules. There's politics involved that the place, your village is on the other side of a boundary. It's not even in this empire. It's in like the Elb kingdom. Um, so that we, we can't. We can't help you. Sorry. That's just not how things work. We, I'm not just here to do good. We're here on a mission and stuff, and, you know, that's not part of it. Sorry about your luck and stuff. Anyway, so there's some more interaction between Pina and Itami, and then uh, we break for a few months, like a calendar, a calendar season, and then we'll pick back up in the next season. See you then. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Isekai Pod. I hope you enjoyed it. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Isekai Pod. Find us online at isekaipod.com. And subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. You'll hear from me again real soon. Unless you get trapped in a parallel world. Sayonara. Sayonara.